I was asked recently if I'd like to have a superpower. Well, yes, I'd love to be able to fly without special equipment, but I decided that with my being an actor and having the skill set to pull it off effectively, I'd choose shape-shifting. I'd not only be saying a character's lines, I could look like him too. How cool is that? Well, today, in this episode, number 2151, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be talking about superpowers when they answer the commonly asked question, what is the best superpower and why? On the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Welcome to the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us. In today's episode, we're going to be answering the question from another fan of the CG Bros, Roger M., from San Francisco, California, that he submitted on the Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com. Roger asks, what is the best superpower and why? Hmm. By the end of our discussion, you'll not only learn about some of the history and background for superpowers, we'll talk a little bit about the range of the superpowers uh, and some of the popular superhero characters that possess them today, and you'll also get our personal take on what we think are the best superpowers and why. You might be pretty surprised. Be sure to stay until the end of the podcast. We'll be reading a few comments submitted by someone just like you. And who knows, maybe we'll be mentioning your name today. Uh, I'm Sean Johnson, one of your hosts for today's edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And I'm Bill Johnson, uh, the other host. And together we are, of course, the CG Bros. This is a pretty interesting question. Um, and when, I first, when we first got it, I, just, I was thinking about it. Uh, and I thought it was going to be um, a little bit you know, generic. I was thinking, oh, this, this is probably going to be a generic question. And, and wow, um, uh, how many people really care about this subject? But so let's start this discussion. Um, it's, it, it's a cool question. Uh, what do you think? Well, we really loved comic books, both of us, um, and superheroes just generally as kids. Uh, and I, I, you know, we'd collect superhero Slurpee cups and we've talked about in the past and, and comics and we'd draw giant posters of superheroes and, and hang them on our walls. And we even, I think, built some some models of, of superheroes but i mean we were we were into it and so we we were always measuring the the strength and and the the, the qualities of, of superpowers and and always uh you know imagining ourselves being you know those super characters and so um i know for myself i was always excited uh whenever i discovered a new you know superhero and i you know that had some sort of mysterious supernatural ability and it was just very cool to to see what the new superpower was and 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 the implications of it um yeah i really enjoyed um comics as a as a as a kid as well i i um i i know that it maybe maybe the the focus on comics i think we made a mention in another podcast is because of our current you know home situation at the time um, that whole divorce thing and things being out of control and you wanting to control things. And that might be one of the reasons why we kind of gravitated towards that because we felt like our lives are out of control. And if you're, if you're imagining being a superhero, you go beyond your, your normal everyday uh, life. That's a lot of times is very um, sad or, or uh, things are going on that, that you have, like I said, you have no control over, but it's interesting that, uh, Superpowers uh, go back way back to um, uh, Gilgamesh uh, in Mesopotamian uh, mythology, and uh, obviously we know about a lot of those uh, influences uh, from from that time. Also, going, went forward to the ancient Greeks, all the way back uh, to that time, where obviously you had uh, Greek mythology and the gods and everything else. Um, so, Hercules it, and, and the like, right? 
Right. And, and, and those are the things that are really interesting that, that we've always throughout history, even in the Bible and things like that, there's, there's, um, all sorts of, um, historical type people that. Of course you, you, you've heard of, you know, some, some spectacular things happening in the Bible, uh, as you mentioned, but, you know, super, I'm, I'm, as far as superpowers, powers go, I, you know, Hercules was one of my favorites. I used to read a lot of, in, in high school, a lot of mythology and really enjoyed reading uh, about these demigods and gods and, and uh, the, 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 the turmoil that surrounded their, their superpower lives and, and how they were just not mere mortals and the, the moral conflicts that that proposed. And so that, that was a big uh, draw of mine when I was a, when I was a teenager. Um, and, and, you know, as far as history goes, um, you know, the first superhero that was actually uh, published uh, was created by Lee Falk um, back in 1936 uh, in a comic strip in a newspaper. Um, it featured um, something called The Phantom, um, also known as The Ghost Who Walks. So that was the very first comic, at least superhero that appeared in comics. Um, and then, of course, uh, Superman came, came, uh, was the first widely hailed superhero. Um, and he appeared in Action Comics number one in June of 1938. And he was uh, honestly the prototype for many of the uh, superheroes that uh, we see today. Yeah, I was looking at the, some of the history, too. I didn't realize in America, Hugo Hercules was a character that appeared in a short comic strip um, that was published in the Chicago Tribune um, back in the 1900s, like 1902, 1903. I guess there's was a total of um, 17 stories. And he was depicted as a good-natured common man endowed with uh, superhuman strength who strolled around the town and uh, helped people in need of uh, one, one thing or another. I think I, think I remember seeing uh, the, the comic strip where he's actually, um, and if I got this correctly, he was actually fighting a bear and uh, putting him in a headlock and everything was pretty interesting. And then, of course, in 1911, even before uh, you, you had mentioned the, in comics, uh, 1911, uh, John Carter of Mars was... Uh, uh, 1911, um, and that uh, appeared in a uh, serialized novel at that point in time, and I guess uh, became a, a first first magazine-based superhero. Um, and that was uh, uh, by famed author Edgar Rice Burroughs, who developed that character. Yeah, I think one of the main differences in some of those early earlier, at least pre-1936, was they, they, they didn't have costumes, you know, or, or uh, you know, superhero outfits. Um, they were they were more traditional, traditionally dressed anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it's interesting why why we even, for instance, why we even like superheroes. Um, so it, it's interesting for if you go back to those early times. It's it's a lot of that time um, were created. Well, vast majority, let's say, of superheroes were probably popular, uh, and they were created like between the nineteen forties and nineteen seventies. I guess there are some. That are created today, but I don't, I'm, I'm not following comics too much these days. But a lot of more basically because of the factors of influenced by what's going on in the world at that at that point in time. So a lot of the the popularity of superheroes was influenced by you know social and political factors. So World War II, the Cold War, um, civil rights movement, things like that. I believe the uh, first comic. Um, superhero emerged in the late 1930s and 40s as a product of uh, the building tension um, and basically the eventual uh, involvement of the United States in the World War II. So I know that uh, you see a lot of propaganda posters and things like that where you'll see the Nazis and the Japanese as, uh, you know, pose as formidable threats. And then we've got our heroes here that need to be extra ordinarily powerful. So you got your 
um, Super Superman, your Captain America, your Wonder Woman, um, Captain Marvel. So those those were generated around those time frames. So pretty interesting how uh, you, you those things were very influential in, in creating those first uh, comic book characters, superheroes. Yes, and, and Marvel actually came in. Those those were all DC characters, and Marvel even came in at that time. Uh, they Marvel had a precursor called Timely Comics, and they, they in nineteen. Uh, Thirty-nine, and uh, they came out with uh, their feature debut of the Human Torch and, and Submariner, and um, and they both fought the Nazis uh, as well. So I called him Submariner. Oh well, no. <laughs> it's probably Submariner. <laughs> potato, potato, right? Right, tomato, tomato. Um, so yeah, uh, so so although DC Comics, you know, came in five years earlier, Marvel Marvel jumped right in and has been a staple ever since, of course. And uh, and one of the reasons Marvel actually became so popular in comics was because. Uh, uh, especially in the 1960s, was because Stan Lee uh, kind of joined the group, and he he was kind of the original hippie, uh, and, and but he really had his finger on the on the pulse of the culture at the, at the time, and so he he introduced a, a lot of uh, unique characters, and and they really became po- very popular, uh, especially as the civil rights movement was picking up speed, and uh, he recognized that he could kind of introduce these comic books to readers, and they they'd start to react to them, and and that's really when college age readers jumped into the to the fray and started reading it. Um, and by the 70s, Marvel had introduced uh, characters like Luke Cage, who was the first African-American to have his own comic book. And so they really, they really did a lot of, they, they really, they were on the, on the pulse of the culture. Yes. And so to speak to that, there's, uh, I know the beloved uh, superheroes, uh, like I said, in the cold, during the Cold War period, when we're, mm-hmm. the threat was a big Soviet Union, right? At that point, that was uh, the time where we we're all the nation. There's a nationwide fear of nuclear weapons. Um, so each each superhero from those time periods reflect that issue, the issues of the era. Um, so during that time of atomic power, you know, the the bombs they were testing out and things like that. The Fantastic Four, you know, who went through um, uh, something in the space which changed their molecular. Uh, structure and so they they came back changed the Hulk of course uh, that which was an atomic explosion um, interesting with Spider Man uh, nuclear right I, I believe it was nuclear right with the Spider Man I can't well, he, he'd, been, he'd been irradiated right so, so, yeah, he, he so was, radiation was... there you go nuclear right so a lot a lot of those uh, were around that time frame so I think that like I said it was uh, things going on in the world and so now you've got these really cool characters that are coming. Um, and some had different things uh, that can. Well, obviously, my one of my favorite char- characters is the Hulk, but I'm, gonna, I'm I'll I'll save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really interesting, you know. Uh, jazz and comic books are the two great American art forms. I don't know if people know that, but uh, the comic books were invented in America, and and superheroes. Uh, as, and so I didn't that, know that's, that. I think that's one of the great contributions of, of of us besides jazz music. Yeah, that's fascinating. So you want to talk a little bit about some superpowers? Or you got a little more history. You well, none, I just kind of want to think of, of why why we identify. You know, why do we like it so much? I think, or, or the general public. It's kind of interesting to see psychologically why people uh, love comics, especially today too. I mean, why is it why is it exploded so much? But I think I think a lot of a lot of um, going back to what I said early on is a lot of people um, identify with. Well, at least I can let me have an example. I remember seeing um, or talking to my daughter who went and saw Wonder Woman. And I remember her, um, the story when she was in the theater 
with her brother and her brother was looking at her while she was watching that movie and she was shaking. She was so excited that she was, she was seeing her, uh, this powerful woman uh, taking on, um, you know, these soldiers and she, it was, I think it, it gives people feeling uh, that they're, they're larger than life. They can identify with them. Um, I think they, um, well, for example, some some of the things are people people could say, okay, well, it's because of narcissism. You know, some psychologists argue, oh, well, superheroes is because people have narcissistic narcissistic tendencies. Um, I don't agree with that. Um, I think uh, there's there's a lot more. It goes a lot more varied than that, a lot deeper. You know, some of, some of the superheroes have similar moral values to those people. Um, so, and it also feels good when you see strong people. Right. I mean, some some people look at um, somebody helping somebody who who uh, it, it kind of reminds us of our own weaknesses. When you see somebody who's strong, who's actually helping as opposed to hurting and, you know, uh, destroying somebody. That's uh, a good point. And I, I know for myself, I, I think you touched on something that it does. You know, when we when we have in, inabilities in our own lives or we see people suffering and we we, we want to reach out and help them, you know, super strength and, and super speed and, and stuff like that really comes into to play or any any superpower really that you can you can help help other people. Uh, I think th- those are those are the best superpowers to have personally. But um, but I think psychologically speaking, it's just it's a way of people to to kind of overcome some of the you know, the things they can't solve in their in their own lives. And and uh, I think it's kind of a healthy thing to to think about. Yeah, I, to, to quote Samuel Jackson, he's, he was asked that question about the Marvel series he works in. He goes, it feeds into the fantasy that most people have about being more than what they are. Um, I totally agree with that. So yeah, Overcoming your limitations, yeah. Yes, and, and, and that ties into your own personal lives too. Um, if we feel like um, you know, we, uh, the world's out of control, the, the, you want to see somebody strong to kind of correct that and put it into... Um, into a nice state of, of, of non, uh, chaos, <laughs> I guess. That, exactly. You know. Exactly. That's a That's a great point. Well, uh, one of the better superpowers. I mean, if I had a superpower, I, I think, uh, you know, I always thought to, thought super strength would be really great. I, I always thought Superman's ability to see through walls was pretty cool. X-ray vision would be kind of a great thing. I think, uh, especially if you could look into someone and see if they need medical attention or not. I think that would be an ideal thing. Um, my no, personal, I, go ahead. You, you're going to, you're going to keep going. If you, I didn't, well, no, no, that's all I was going to say about actually. Well, yeah, I was going to, I was going to say mine was, was obviously I mentioned earlier was the Hulk is superhuman strength. Um, I always thought to his, his strength, his immense strength, allowing him to stop, um, you know, everybody around him and throw massive heavy objects around tear apart metal as though it was paper. I thought that would be something that I'd really like, like to have also is his long distance jumping. I thought was super, super cool. Um, especially in the first movie. And then, um, some of the other later Marvel movies, I guess he's jumping around, um, was the age of Ultron. I believe he was jumping off and, and, um, into the uh, flying, uh, as Ultron was flying away, he jumped into the, the craft that he was flying. Uh, and then of course his, uh, regeneration, I think early on, um, Ang Lee's version of the Hulk, where he's getting shot, uh, he actually grows. Um, I didn't see that in any of the later um, uh, Marvel movies. So I wonder if that's something that is still there in, in his, um, you know, in his, his, uh, his abilities. But I don't know. I wonder why um, the other 
Marvel, is, he, he's not actually growing when he gets hit by something. Yes, and that's interesting because I remember reading the comic books every time he, you know, he, I think he had a maximum size that he would get to. I mean, at ultimate rage mm-hmm. size, but I think he he starts out as smaller and the, the more aggressive the attacks, and the more angrier he gets, the bulkier and bigger he got. I think he he, he got to a maximum size, but he did f- f- uh, change overall overall scale uh, depending on the the the. Uh, brutality of the attack i guess i know when he was being shot by the machine guns he just pumped up and and you could see him actually grow right Uh, and he did that in the comic books as well so uh yeah that's an interesting uh point yes i those that that scene from that that first hulk movie where where they're going to try and drill him in the eye (laughs) he's stuck in that foam yeah (laughs) and he just his face he just grows out of that out of that stuff i thought that was interesting and yeah it's funny it was actually a funny movie some cool no, I think uh, I agree. Uh, well, there's several different versions of it, so it depends on which which movie you saw. Um, right, just I was referring to the Ang Lee one. Gotcha, gotcha. Where I remember that, yeah, that was that was a kind of a strange, strange movie. But I mean, I think just from a rendering perspective. But that's another story. Hey, you know what's interesting is there's a uh, um, what is what do you think the favorite um, uh, the uh, superhero in America is? Uh, it's it's got to be Spider Man. Well, let's see. Here's the here's the top ten, and, and this is actually a survey that they did, uh, um, commissioned by Visit Anaheim, uh, in advance of the Avengers Campus uh, opening in Disney uh, California Adventure Park. Um, and the re- the reason I say that is because it's he's my favorite, so it's got to oh, be everybody's favorite, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so number one, uh, and this is a survey of a two thousand Americans. Um, what their favorite hero? Uh, I guess obviously it's Superman. Superman's number one. Um, and uh, that that actually led the pack with a forty seven percent vote. Number two, Spider Man. First to market. First to market. That <laughs> yeah, big... First major, right? Um, yeah, and then yeah. uh, two, Super uh, Spider Man. Three, Batman. Four, Captain America. Five, Iron Man, which I totally agree with. Six. Oh, wait a Woman. second. Wait a second. Iron Man doesn't have any superpowers. That's the thing. What do you mean? Uh, no, he he puts on a suit a suit with superpowers. Well, his superpowers is intellect. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, uh, all right, all right, all right. Go ahead. Um, and then uh, Wonder Woman, number six. Aquaman, number seven. Captain Marvel, number eight. Black Panther is number nine. And ten, Wolverine. I bet you a lot of those, obviously, are in there because of the recent Avengers movies, too. So, Of course, of course. And you know, Wolverine is, is talking about healing. You know, That is a very interesting superpower as well, the ability to self-heal. And I thought that was extremely fascinating aspect of of that of Wolverine's character to be able to do that. I mean that gives it that allows him to be the real gruff jerk that he is, you know, that that real a-hole kind of personality that he that he's he, confident. He just, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, hey, I can't be killed. I mean, how how much better confidence can you have than that? Well, let me and show I, you some of my favorite healing powers since you mentioned it. This is this oh, is yeah, some please, examples please. of Wolverine. Um some of my favorite from the from the X-Men movies. Um, this is uh, when um, at the one of the end of, of, of the X Men movies where um, he's going to oh, Phoenix, she, yeah, yeah, Phoenix. I guess she's Dark Phoenix at this point, right? Because she's evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so this is where she's like blasting people into oblivion into particles, which I thought was a great VFX, by the way. Um, and then he goes up there and he's in he's um, getting blasted by her, and the skin's coming off, and then oh, it's he's, he's auto healing. Um, super healing. Oh, and then yeah, he's got a. He takes her out. Um, that's that's uh, that was kind of a sad. And then this 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 one here, where 
Uh, he's actually jumps uh, from this nuclear explosion back in World War II, right? A nuke. He jumps into the hole and, and jumps on top of the uh, soldier, Japanese soldier, and he gets toast. He gets toasted. Oh boy, yeah, he's he's like oh, a barbecue. Man. <laughs> and he just in this scene, then he's automatically healing as well, which is is so cool to see that. Yeah, that was one of the most, that's a miraculous superpower. That's, that's, and I think it's so appealing because we all want to be able to heal. We all want to be impervious to physical harm. And, 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 uh, I mean, he still feels the pain, of course. Uh, but, uh, you know, and as, as a matter of fact, same thing with the, what, uh, the, the, the cheerleader, uh, Claire from, uh, the Hero series, you know, when she, she'd jump off, off all these, you know, high places and get hit by cars and stuff, and, and she would be able to heal herself. And, I always thought that was a, a cool aspect. I really liked Super that uh, that series when it first came out. That was that was a fun series to Save watch. Save the cheerleader, yeah. Yes, that so, was uh, a lot of fun. It got kind of funny, at cor- corny at the end. Well, I mean, I guess you can always classify it as corny, but it was it was campy. But I, I always enjoyed I enjoyed the first several seasons of that. Yeah, the first definitely the the uh, the self healing as well as his his whole skeleton encased in animantium. I thought that's pretty cool with the retractable claws. That's one of my favorite. Uh, things when he he goes and slashes people. To, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I was going <laughs> to say to death. <laughs> yes, I, I always thought uh, uh, time traveling or freezing time, you know, controlling time, uh, time and space, kind of like Doctor Strange does, would be a, a pretty. That, that's a pretty impressive power. That's almost godlike, though. That, that's almost too much power. It is. It is a lot of power, <laughs> boy. Uh, especially, I guess, with a new Spider-Man movie, that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, my two boys actually went to see that uh, last night. Yes, I, I didn't, my they, son they went and for, saw it as well. I didn't get to hit he him said up it was, this morning to see if it was. He said good. it was one of the best movies he's ever seen. So, well, visually, yeah, visually it looks just stunning, uh, you know. But again, good. Well, I mean, for guys like you and me, we could sit through a whole a whole couple hours of special effects and and have no story and right. still enjoy it. But. Uh, I, I, I'm really glad to see that uh, at least they're, tr- they're they're trying. Yes, and his girlfriend said that she was uh, crying the whole time. So I'm not oh. gonna, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just saying she was very very uh, moved emotionally by the by the movie as well. Uh, and hey, going back to what I was saying before, um, unless you want to say something, I was going to I was going to say uh, the Nightcrawler. What do you think of the Nightcrawler? Uh, I when I was a kid, I thought he was very. Uh, he was one of my favorite at one time uh, because of the BAMP effect that he could do. Uh, the teleportation, that, that is one of the cooler uh, powers as well, I think, is the ability to teleport. Uh, I think it's, it, well, especially today. I mean, when I was younger, I, I, it was because I hated walking to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, now I, I think it's so cool. It, it, to be able to teleport would just be great. I, I, I can't stand driving, and, and I can't stand uh, you know, some of the protocols of having to air travel today. So, I mean, if you could just teleport around... What a great power that would be! It would be. I, I, if, when I first saw that uh, that ability um, in X Men in two thousand three, I thought the 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 effect itself visually was was stunning. It was just it was so well done. It was wow. I, I was pretty impressed. Hey, let me let me show you that. Can you pin me on there? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to show this. Uh, this is from this is the Nightcrawler and his teleportation ability. Uh, if you haven't seen it, most people probably have, but. Check this out. It's super, super cool. He was always a cool-looking character. I don't. I, they they really changed him up for the movie, which I, I was disappointed by. Yeah, he did look kind of. Mm, yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't as good. It wasn't like the comics. I think they yeah. need to to focus when they're starting to make these Marvel movies. They really need to stick with the comics. I think most people get disappointed if, it's, if they don't do that. Yeah, I think Cowboy Bebop just is suffering some of that. They just can't, they canceled that uh, live action series. Uh, 
I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, they just yeah. happened. Yeah. Wow. Well, look at this. So, so I mean, yeah. just ability to to do the teleportation through things. I just that that whole of, like I said, that whole effect, which is blue, obviously because he's he's what Mystique's son, right, in the comic book series. Yeah, Mystique and that devil guy. Yeah, and so I think you know, the blue, the blue little, um, what you would you call it, Bamf? Bamf. Yeah, it's an actual. Yeah, that's what they used to call it in the comic books. So that's the sound it makes. Bamf. Oh, Bamf. <laughs> right. Right. Bamf. Yeah, yeah that's, sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's really really. Well, you know what? Always, I always wondered is 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 you know, at least in the movies, it's not instantaneous. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't disappear and then reappear at the next instant. It's there's a pause in there. I was wondering where where are they in between the BAMP? You know, are they what are they in another universe? What right. are they? Are just particles? What well, does I he think, see when he's well? I think in one of the X Men they showed they showed what's actually happening during that time. He's speeding through, and if, I think he oh. he, he uh, got uh, Xavius and grabbed him in one of the films. I forgot what that was with. Um, gosh. I can't remember the the destroyer or whatever. Uh, I I didn't really like that X Men movie, so I probably can't really speak to it. But I remember seeing a scene from that movie where he's grabbing um, Xavius uh, and uh, flying him through, and you can see that that what's going on during that time. Oh, I missed it. Oh, okay. It's I'll, almost like I'll the it's that. almost like the the I, I would say like the Flash um, running. You know what you're seeing very very slow, like when he's fighting Superman. Um, in Batman versus Superman, that movie. Yes, yes. You can see, you know, all these things, you know, go floating and all that stuff running around while and he, while Superman's looking at him. I thought that was a cool scene, by the way. What do you think about shapeshifters? I love, I love Mystique. Oh man, that is that is yeah, one of my favorite as well. Um, I thought that would always be really really cool, especially if you're trying to get away from somebody. You could just um, shapeshift into any anybody. Well, not just anybody. You could change into an animal if you wanted to, or you could change into, uh, or, you know, like the Terminator did, into a refrigerator or uh, T T one thousand. Anyway, when I'm talking about Terminator, but you know, he he could morph into anything. Now, can she can she morph into anything that's uh, a non living thing? No, I don't think so. That's okay. why I, that's why I brought it up. Oh, okay, yeah. So the T so the T uh, what T two thousand. T, I think it's the T one thousand. The T one thousand in Terminator two and T two. Okay. Yeah, T two. Yeah, T. Well, it's T two, right? T two thousand. I don't know. Oh, is it? Uh, I, I don't. I think know. it's the. I forget. Uh, There's too many anyway. things to remember. Do you ever get that? <laughs> well, I mean, as far as the superpowers, there are hundreds of superpowers, uh, absolutely. And to try to kind of narrow down our favorite, uh, it was 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 a real challenge. And and there's just so many. And and each person has their own individual reason for thinking a superpower is great. And. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, where you were when you first saw something. So I think in the formative years of my life, going through comics, Spider-Man, seeing Spider-Man on, I think, on TV kind of made me love him, you know. Um, I think that's kind of like my first, the first person I see, you kind of identify with and then you kind of love that person forever, almost seems like. At I least. think that's kind of why I like uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I, I enjoyed the, I mean, the, the mind control, uh, the you know, the, that he can do. You know, you don't need to see our passports. Yes, you don't need to see his passports. Yes, you know, being able to control someone's mind or even read someone's mind, as long as you could turn it on and off, I think that would be that would be a great thing too. I agree. I agree. Well, uh, any last words uh, before we move on to the mail? Well, you know, I think just to you know, we should remember that. Uh, you know, it's been proven over and over uh, 
throughout humanity that absolute power corrupts absolutely. So if we get it, you know, if we ever get any of these superpowers or or, or any resemblance of these superpowers, we 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 need to have a soul of pure gold in order not to become uh, corrupted and, and, and become a supervillain in the end, I think. Um, you know, that's pretty profound. Did you hear that somewhere? Well, with great power comes great responsibility, as Uncle Ben once told Peter Parker. Well, let me, the last thing that I'll say then is, is well, let's, since I went over quickly what the, the top, America's top 10 uh, heroes were, what about your, what do you think the top 10 favorite villains are? What would your guess oh, be? Oh, gosh. The Joker's got to be right up there. He's number one. Yeah. He's number one. Guess who's number two? Well, he doesn't have a superpower, though, either. But, okay. That's true. Uh, well, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know, Sean. Uh, Catwoman's number two. Oh, of course. Venom. I mean, those... Venom, which is I think is pretty... is amazing. I loved, I loved both those movies. Um, 14 is Thanos, of course. Avengers, right? Lex Luthor. Magneto. Penguin, Harley Quinn, Mystique, and Loki. Those are the those are the top ten. I thought that was interesting. That's a, that's an interesting list. Yeah, yeah, a couple of those didn't like I said didn't have superpowers, but that's not <laughs> here nor there. Uh, well, you know what is really interesting though I think Sean is before we get into the mailbag is that uh, you know we're we're actually when I was talking about it, will we have our own superpowers I wasn't I wasn't joking I mean with the merging of biology and, and technology uh, we're probably closer to obtaining superpowers than we than we care to think about I mean. I was looking at some some exoskeletons uh, that will give us you know super strength that that are pretty amazing and, and uh, implants that give us super hearing and vision and other things. I mean, have you seen Elon Musk's? Yeah, I was uh, just going to say Elon Musk. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say he, he mentioned he mentions that a lot in in, in his talks uh, about us having implants. So. And so it's it's got to make you wonder that, that well these people with superpowers are, are probably going to be the only rich and I don't want to get into anything political here but you know if if you have a superpower or you have superpowered because you you become like a, one of the Borg or you've been you've got implants or, or you've got superpowers because of all these new sensors or whatever you've got anyway um, you know it's always it's always been the case where the the, the strong kind of kill the weak you know and I, I it's hard to it's it'd really be challenging and as i said before to you'd have to have a heart of gold uh if you had superpowers to use them for good exclusively i think if you a lot of people who you know maybe i'm a pessimist but i think if a lot of people had superpowers they they might you know smash and grab if they could right and that's why like you said it's good to see um, somebody who has that power use it wisely responsibly responsibly and, and yes exactly humanely uh, yes and and that's not to, that's not that's not to say that you know you're putting someone to death quickly you know <laughs> right 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 well, all right let's go ahead and get into the mailbag sean all right well from last week's podcast why is entertainment so violent today uh was it uh comma says i didn't know it it was lol i was thinking it was very censored nowadays i uh, don't know if that was if that's a joke or <laughs> what do you think I think, well, I think if there's any censoring going on today, it's it's because of the uh, ideas uh, that that are portrayed. But I don't think it's because of the violence at, at all. So sure. I think she was probably joking. Okay, gotcha, all gotcha. Right. So here's a comment from last week's podcast. We got a lot of responses from last week's podcast. Uh, why is entertainment so violent today? And SM Tune Hindi says, "The CG Bros, you are totally awesome. I can't believe it. You are the best. Keep up your good work. We love it. Oh, who put that in there?" <laughs> I think I put that in there. Thank you, SM Tune Hindi. We really appreciate you commenting, and, and we're glad you, you like the podcast. Uh, this one's from Talicus. Uh, desensitization 
There's a CIA agenda to fund ugly art to demoralize us. But then again, surprise, surprise, humans have always been violent, i.e. the ancient Romans. Yes. What do you think of that? You know, uh, that's a good point. Uh, but I have to say, the Romans have a lot of company in that regard. It's, it's always been the case that, like I said before, the strong kill the weak. And, and the Romans don't have a, have a corner on that block. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, and the last comment uh, was from, also from last week's podcast uh, from John Smith. John Smith? Hmm. <laughs> Is that his real name? Yes. Uh, John Smith says, why? The progression has ramped up year after year. They're always trying to top the last. You know, you can definitely, I, I agree with you, uh, John, and thanks for the comment. Uh, you can definitely see this happening. And, and what immediately comes to my mind, and this is just one example, uh, but it's just the gratuitous nature of, of the violence. Uh, I, you know, Mortal, the scene from Mortal Kombat, a recent movie, uh, comes to my mind where they're were offered in graphic detail the sawing in half along her body length of Natara by Kung Lao's. Uh, <clears throat> bladed hat it's it's really in your face it's pretty goring and as she gets sawed in half you can see you know the inside of her neck and the the, the spine it's it's just home oh, holy yeah smokes yeah it's, it's just well it's like the video game it's just like the video game <laughs> exactly exactly and i think that's probably what they're trying to portray but that, that that i think that just boosters the point really right and i think the, the latest hellboy also um some of the creatures that pull apart um human beings is pretty pretty nasty very very I, similar oh, i that's that's really i that's that's some some moving graphics. I'll tell you, it's it's hor- horrifying. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, unless you, you had uh, other comments, I was gonna go ahead and wrap it up. No, uh, you can wrap it up. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for being part of our podcast today. We enjoyed uh, being with you and answering Roger's question: What is the best superpower and why? That was a lot of fun. We hoped you learned something uh, and had a good time doing it. And uh, we covered a lot of interesting information that hopefully you hadn't heard before. Uh, if you enjoyed it, share it around and hit the like button. Uh, it takes just a second and it really helps the channel. Uh, but more importantly than that, it helps YouTube find someone just like you who wants to stay up on the business, the art, and the craft of CGI. So uh, we'd like to know what you think of the podcast. So please do us a quick favor and uh, leave us a comment. Uh, we want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly because we're always looking to improve this podcast. Every week we bring you a brand new edition of the CG Insider podcast and we discuss different topics that have uh, anything to do with art the craft, and of course, the business of CGI animation and digital VFX. We also discuss a plethora of other interesting and related subjects that come to our attention. If you've got a subject you'd like us to cover, just let us know. You can do that by going to our website at thecgbros.com, to the About Us tab, and click on the Ask Us Anything Like Roger Did. It's as easy as that. Be sh- and be sure to oh go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say be sure to check out the other great inter- entertainment that the CG Bros channel has to offer as well. Uh, we're both looking forward to seeing you back here for next week's podcast. We'll be answering another very interesting question: What are cloth simulations used for, Bill? Well, that should be pretty <laughs> revealing, I'd say. Absolutely. So, bye for now, and uh, we'll see you next week. Well, that's it for today. We hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, what is the best superpower and why? Thanks for being with us. If you watched us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please give us a thumbs up. Be sure to leave a comment too, because we might share it on a future podcast and mention you by name. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free and ring the bell. 
so you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. If you're listening to us on our audio-only version, please leave a comment. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends that they, too, can enjoy the audio-only version on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can share the podcast to Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr with the share link. That's the circle with the three dots in it. Learn more about us by going to our website, thecgbros.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, what are cloth simulations used for? This has been episode 2151 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.